there are many misconceptions about the daily habits of successful people. And today I want to debunk those myths. I want to highlight realistic and achievable habits that contribute to success. And I want to tie it into my 12-day challenge on resistance in the book, The War of Art. And I want to introduce you to simple yet effective habits that can lead to significant personal and professional growth. I love coaching habits because habits are subconscious behaviors. They just happen automatically. However, you may think that a habit is easy to just for successful people. They're already doing it. Myself, I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for 20 plus years. Fitness is a habit that I have instilled in my life. It's something that I do subconsciously. But I still face resistance. I still have days I don't want to get out of bed. I still have days that I don't feel like exercising. And there comes a time for balance and self-care. But at the same time, we don't want to rationalize ourselves out of a habit. What do I mean by this? Well, currently, I'm working on my 12-day challenge that starts February 1st. I will have a link to it in the show notes and description below. But this challenge is all about busting through resistance because resistance is something that keeps us from getting into our habits. In fact, I am working through my own personal resistance and I'm showing you how to go through these struggles, how to get out of that rationalization that you're not going to be doing the, the habit that you want to get into. I'm, like I said, I'm already in the fitness habit. I already have that wellness habit down, but I tend to be a little bit of a pack rat. I tend to keep things that I don't need to keep. My drawers are full of messes. And as part of my demonstration of how I'm working through this challenge, I am working on cleaning out drawers, cleaning out closets, and doing little things every day and getting this habit. So habits of highly effective people, today we're talking about it, we're breaking the myth, because what happens is you may think that these highly effective people are superhuman, they never fail, or they have a secret formula. But I'm here to tell you that that is not, in fact, true. And I'm going to contrast these myths with the reality of what successful people actually do, including sports psychology, my favorite topic. I'm going to use some of that as well. You're listening to Kathy's Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen. Myth number one, success comes from constant hard work without rest. No, this is not true. In fact, I have to coach some of my clients who are overzealous about their fitness that they need rest, they need balance, they need self-care. And there's a difference between making an excuse and then also understanding the need for balance, rest, and taking care of yourself. And there, it tends to be a fine line and when you're looking from the outside in, it may look like they're successful because they worked hard. And 
it's kind of late January as I'm recording this. And January, as I've said before in previous episodes, gives me anxiety because as a personal trainer, I have people who come to me the first couple of weeks of January. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I, I see it's just too, too much. But they think that that's where the success is going to come from by making all these great goals and setting all these great ideals. And actually, as a corporate wellness director, I see this happen all the time. I have somebody tell me, oh, my doctor said I need to get in there. I need to be doing this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you on Monday. And I know deep down inside they have the best intentions, but they don't have the habit, the little bitty habit that you need to start setting. And that's what we're talking about today. It's not all about hard work. That's the good news. You only need to be 1% better today than yesterday. And I love this from the book, The Slight Edge. I will have a link to that in the show notes and description below. But what The Slight Edge teaches us is it just takes to be 1% better today than yesterday. What happens with New Year's resolutions? What happens with these people who come in and start saying, I'm going to go all out and do everything? They get overwhelmed. They hurt themselves. And they think that that's just going to fix it. And that is not the case. That's not the case. Actually, successful people start setting their goals. They make sure that their goals are easily achievable and easily reached. Because, But it's just a little 1%. So if your goal is to get into the gym and start going, don't make it all about going all out that one day. Make it start by tiny habits, by sticking your shoes in your gym bag and having that ready and having that goal to just go walk for five minutes on the treadmill, especially, especially if you haven't been to the gym in a long time. Right now, I'm working on a 12-day breakthrough resistance challenge because resistance is one of the things that keeps us from getting to our goals. And granted, my goal is not fitness because that is already a habit that I have set in stone. I'm already working on that. But trust me, resistance still hits me in different ways. For example, I resist cleaning out drawers and cleaning out cabinets. Those things can be closed away and I don't have to look at them. But the other day, we had a freeze here in the Texas area, and my cabinets were all open because we were dripping the water and keeping the um, pipes warm. We have to do that here in Texas. And my boyfriend is a plumber, so everything is definitely done to a T the way it's supposed to be done. But my cabinet on my side was messy and I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh, I need to clean that out. And I'd been putting that off. But in my resistance challenge, I am showing you how I'm breaking through resistance by taking tiny habits, by making it easy and simple. So what I'm doing is I have certain blocks of time where I would just be scrolling on social media and I don't want that to become a habit. So what I've done is I put my phone away and instead of scrolling on social media, I go and clean out a drawer. 
I go and straighten up something in my closet. And I'm actually documenting this to show you how I'm breaking through that resistance. So myth number two is successful people have a fixed morning routine. But the reality is there's flexibility and adapting routines and you you need to fit your individual needs and circumstances. When I'm coaching a client, they, they'll tell me, especially when it comes to fitness, Kathy, I, I want to get this and I need to do, I need to have it set in a routine and I need to do this, 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 and this. No, we actually need to prioritize what's important and then also have some flexibility and adapt your routines. And let's go back to balance. Balance is my word for 2024. And I love to go back to balance whenever I start to feel overwhelmed because then I'm like, okay, I'm being a little bit more flexible here. I'm adapting to my routines and to fit it into my individual needs and circumstances. You don't have to have a fixed morning routine, but I do recommend a routine that starts your day in a positive way. How do you do that? The first thought you think in the morning, and I talk about this all the time, is so important. So if you tell yourself, I'm going to have a great day, instead of, oh no, it's going to be a long day, or instead of, it's raining today, it's going to be yucky. No, it's going to be a great day. Something great is going to happen today. That is a great morning routine. And having something set in your morning just to set your intentions for the day. I like the word intention as opposed to goal because if you set your intentions, those are tiny. They don't have to be really big like, oh, I'm going to win the Super Bowl and I'm going to go play professional football. No, this is not going to happen. But if I sit it intentionally for something great to happen, you're leaving the door open for all kinds of things. And that's where reality transurfing comes in. Because we ride that wave of whatever you started with in the day. That's the intention you set for the day. And you have balance because you know it's not always going to be perfect. And you're ready to face that. Myth number three. Successful people with great habits are always confident and they never doubt themselves. I know you know that that's not really true. But the role of self-doubt and how successful people manage it is different as opposed to somebody who's feeling they're not in the habit of being confident. They're not in the habit of doubting themselves. Take Jose Altuve, my favorite athlete. He um, plays for the Astros, my favorite team. I'm a big baseball fan. And what Jose Altuve was told when he tried out for the Houston Astros is he was too short to play ball. He would never play professional baseball. But he bit the bullet and just stuck in there. And he stayed with it. And he's one of the best professional baseball players out there today. And I believe it's because of his attitude. Does he always feel confident? I'm sure he doesn't. Does he ever doubt himself? I'm sure he does. And I've seen him get into a slump. He usually gets into a slump at the beginning of the season because of these things. He has self-doubt. He doesn't feel confident at the plate. He's missing a little element and he's got to work on it. 
we all hit slumps in life. It's seasons. Go through the season, feel the feelings, and then come out to the other side. So there are core habits of effective people. I like to focus on these habits, continuous learning, being adaptable, resilient, and setting goals. So I'm constantly learning. And actually, my morning routine consists of listening to things like certain podcasts or YouTube videos where I'm learning something new. I want to learn about different aspects of my business. I want to learn different aspects to become a better coach, maybe work on my YouTube channel. And I'm constantly being adaptable as well. And I can hit the situation with, okay, this is working. I'm not in flow right now. And I'm going to step away and then I'll come back. And you come back with a fresh mind. Being resilient is also one of the greatest things. I, I'm a firm believer in being a victor in, most, in, in, in as many circumstances as I can. And I learned this from one of my mentors. So picture an argument at any point in time. There's the victim and then the victimizer. And then it goes back and forth because the victim will go, okay, now I'm going to victimize you. And then that, that person becomes the victim. And then the victimizer goes back, back and forth in that circle eight. But the only way to end it, I believe, is to become too victor and stop beating yourself up because I think that this happens mostly within inside of ourselves. It happens to you and you beat yourself up and then you become a victim and then get out of it. And actually, we will be talking about this inside of the 12-day challenge because part of, in the book, The War of Art, he talks about how um, there's a victim mentality that keeps us from successful habits. We rationalize ourselves out of what we're supposed to be doing or what we need to do. And I don't like supposed to or should because those are dirty words, but what we want to do instead because it just makes it better. And that's where you build resilience when you get out of the victim or the victimizer. And then setting goals. I talked about this briefly just a minute ago, how if you set a goal, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to get healthy, and you go to the gym and then you hurt yourself or you go all out. Your goals need to be broken down into intentions and they need to be small. And if it's something you don't like to do, like for instance, me cleaning out drawers and cabinets, you tiny habit, you habit stack. So I put my phone away where I can't get it and I can't be looking at it. I don't need to be scrolling on social media. I need to be doing something more productive. That's what I want to do. That's going to help me get over that hump and get out of the victim mentality. It's going to make me adaptable. It's going to help me learn because once you start cleaning those things out, for me, it will help me declutter my mind. It'll help me feel more energized and in a better place. And that just spills over to other habits. So I want to talk about integrating effective habits into daily life. And I love the book, Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. I will have a link to it in the show notes and description below. 
And what this teaches us is we take something we're already doing. For instance, if it's brushing your teeth, every morning you get up and you brush your teeth. What about a positive self-talk at that point in time? You look in the mirror, talk to yourself, say it's going to be a great day. That is tiny habit stacking. Something that you're already doing and you want to incorporate a good habit at the same time. And it's so important to realize that small, consistent actions over time, they create awesome things. So we're starting with the misconceptions that are going on. You think that it happens overnight. Success does not happen overnight. But it happens through the tiny steps, the 1% better today than yesterday, and actually getting over the hump and creating these habits into your daily life. So I do have a challenge that's, that's free right now, but as soon as it's over, it's going to cost, and I will have a link to that in the show notes and description below. But this challenge is all about breaking through resistance because what I have found in my coaching is we all hit resistance in some shape, form, or fashion. It doesn't matter who you are or what your goals are. Maybe you don't need to get fit or you're like me and you need to clean something out. I'm using that example as a way to break through the resistance and then show you that it works for this and this is how it works. And how to break through the resistance that's going on. And that resistance can be excuses. It can be habits that you've set up that you've let yourself fall into that we need to just change just a little bit, just a tiny bit. And this challenge will help you build and sustain your habits that are healthy. So today we talked about habits of highly effective people. And I broke some myths that may have been misconceptions that you had, like you thinking, well, they're superhuman, this doesn't apply to me, or they never fail and they they just had success overnight, or perhaps they even have a secret formula. No, they are human, just like you, just like me. And like I said in my 12-day challenge, I am breaking through my own resistance for something because, as I said, I already have the fitness habit down. No, I have a tiny bit of resistance around it, but I'm not a victim. I'm actually working in victor mentality, and I'm trying to build the resilience to overcome the bad habit of social media scrolling. What else could I do instead? We all have little habits that we don't need to be doing, but we do. And if you break through that habit and get to a habit that is more effective and you stack it tiny on one and the other, then you start to break through that resistance. And the good news is you only need to be 1% better today than yesterday. And so you don't have to go all out. You don't have to go all out in the gym. You don't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning when you're used to getting up at seven. No, it just takes a little bit better today than yesterday. And that's what I want to encourage you on today. All right, that's my episode for today. I trust that you found it helpful. If you know somebody who could benefit from this, please share it with them. Until next time, I will see you next time. Peace out and namaste. Bye.